The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. You're happy to talk about some of your first times? Yeah. Is virginity on there? Kia ora and welcome to First. My name's Jane Yee and each week I'll be talking to a different guest about some of their firsts. We've got comedians, politicians, musicians, actors and more. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. This week I'm talking to comedian Angela Dravid. Okay, Angela Dravid, with two L's. Yeah, with two L's. When was the first time you realised that most other Angelas had one L in their name? I think I saw everyone else's name, like Angela, with one L. They feel like a different entity to me. Kind of like Harvey Norman and Harvey Furnishings. I found that they're two different companies. Tell us about your first stand-up gig. I can't remember the first specific gig, but it was pretty great. I never really got drunk when I was 19 or 18. But uh, stand-up comedy was kind of like that for me in my late 20s. <laughs> what made you enter in the first place? Uh, it was a number of things. Like, I'd come back from the UK and I was like, I need to do something with my life. And um, my boss was Australian and she said that I made people feel uncomfortable. But I think it's because Australia and New Zealand have different styles of work. I was uncomfortable and awkward and she was bold and Australian. <laughs> Who was your first comedy hero? My dad was really into old comedies, so we watched a lot of Charlie Chaplin, Laurel and Hardy, and Mr Bean. Yeah, no one who talked. What about local comedians? Did you have someone you admired locally? I thought everyone on What Now was hilarious. I wanted to be Siobhan Ruakiri, and I wanted to be Anthony, and all of those guys were funny. And Thingy and Jason Gunn. Um, Squirt TV had a crush on Dominic Bowden. The Fish, remember Hamish the Fish from Squirt? And you are no stranger to television yourself, so tell us about your first time on the telly. It was for broadband. <laughs> I was in the broadband advert. The director said that I had to drink coffee and um, touch someone's face as if I was on ecstasy. And I'd never done ecstasy, so I think I just pulled an orgasm face and hoped that would be okay. What was that face? Um, are you hitting on me? Or? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what about your first TV show? First TV show would have been Jono and Ben. All funny girls. It was between those two. I think the producer came to see me once and um, I ended up getting a makeup role opposite Rose on, on the show. I didn't blink my eyes for that whole entire take because I was so scared. And when they hit cut, a tear just rolled down. Sinead O'Connor moment. 
What was your first hobby? Probably drawing. Because you're an illustrator as well, right? I like drawing, yeah. What's the first thing that you drew that impressed other people? Probably um, a stick man. Yeah. And other people like that is a quality stick Yeah, man. my mum said that when I was five I drew this picture and my teacher left it behind for mum to come and collect it and she said she was stunned. What was the first movie you saw at the cinema? So James Bond has been like part of our family for a while. We used to go to the cinema every time a new James Bond film came out. So it probably was a James Bond film, but the first film I remember seeing with my friends as a real person was Spice World. I was in a Spice Girl tribute band. I played Scary Spice, but not because of choice. And I think that was the thing that annoyed me most. Um, I was the girl with dark hair in our Spice Girls group. So they were like, oh, you should be Scary Spice. I mean, secretly I was like, yeah, I love Scary Spice, but I think I wanted to be Jerry. What was the first CD or tape or record that you bought? I haven't ever bought one. <laughs> I haven't bought a CD or a tape. I would have downloaded MP3s back in the day. My first CD that I was ever given, which I owned, was Florence Foster Jenkins' Murder on the High Seas. And um, that's horrible. <laughs> What's the first thing you would say from your house in an emergency? My parents. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> their time has come and gone. <laughs> no, um, probably my laptop. Tell me about your first chat room experience. Oh, the first one, it was probably MSN first, because MSN was really big on those days. They used to have AOL and Yahoo. I used MSN for my high school friends and family, and I used Yahoo for cybering. <laughs> what did you do in these chat rooms? I talked to people about music. I really loved classical music. First time you bombed on stage? I mean, I feel like most of my set looks like bombing, depending on <laughs> if you like my comedy or not. So probably every time is a bomb. First time I bombed, I did a bar gig, and one of my first jokes, I read from a piece of paper and refused to give eye contact. And I, I was studying statistics at the time, and I found a correlation between the abortion rate and New Zealand exports. So I, I talked about that for six minutes. And at the end of it, the punchline was like, I threw the paper away and said, I wish I could read. But I mean, those people in the bar hated it. <laughs> Your style is pretty deadpan. Are you ever genuinely uncomfortable on stage? Oh yeah, when a joke doesn't work, that's not comic timing. That is like frantic panicking. Like, I don't know how to get out of here. Have you ever just like, just rushed off stage? Yeah, I used to, cause I've been doing stand up since 2014. And I never end my set with, hey, you've been a great audience, I've been Angela Drivett. I've always just ended with, bye. <laughs> you've been listening to First, brought to you by the Spinoff Podcast Network and Hexwork Productions. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you get new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you'd like to watch the video series of First, visit the Spinoff TV on YouTube. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.